2: It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's news radio.
3: Thank you, Al, for my intro. Again, I'm Morgan, Morgan White Jr. I'm filling in for Dan Ray for the rest of this week. I started filling in for Dan Ray on Friday, Christmas Eve, Eve. And I'm here tonight, and I'll be here for the next four nights. Tomorrow night, I've got my old buddy, Kim Myers, who will be here, will be talking about a book he just recently read dedicated to the career of Vivian Vance. He'll be on tomorrow from 8 to 10. Dr. Rhonda Goodale will be here. We talked about a suicide that happened late summer. Um, Winona Judd. And it was Winona, correct, Alan? No, it was Naomi Jet. Naomi Jet, my mistake.
2: Yeah, Thank Wynonna you. is her daughter.
3: Thank you for helping me uh, get that right, because that's important. Sure. And Dr. Goodale has come on with me before, because we think more about suicides around this time of year, the holidays. Hers was August-ish, uh, four months ago. And according to the doctor, she told me, Dr. Rhonda Goodale, that more suicides happen in the spring, but we always hear about them happening around the holidays. So we'll talk about that with her. And Ken Ryan, who's a buddy of mine, who does trivia. He does it at some club in South Boston. I don't know the name of the club, but we'll talk to him about what it's like to do trivia live in front of people. And I've been doing that for 40 years, 42 yep. years to be specific. Um, now that I've chewed enough of your ears off, let's go to Ohio and speak with John, who was called in. So, John, thank you for taking the time to call in tonight, side.
0: Thanks. Hi, uh, Hi. Morgan. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but uh, there was a movie, uh, a recent uh, commercial movie, and it only lasted a little over a week and was sort of, just sort of uh, passed on. Uh, but it was one of the most uh, amazing movies. Not that I didn't know what uh, about this incident, because I think it's one of the most important uh, incidents in the history of the United States. But it was uh, presented for half of the movie as fiction, uh, uh, involving the First World War and the, the zeitgeist in the 20s, and uh, until the second half. And uh, at that point, uh, stars like uh, the son of uh, Benzel Washington, uh, Taylor Swift, and Robert De Niro uh, uh, came on to uh, bring in the, the second half. And it was a recounting of a, one of the most important incidents that I, I believe most people don't know about. And I think I've been deliberately suppressed. It what, was um, What was the title and what was the subject matter? The title was Amsterdam. Uh, Okay. uh, It appeared to be a fictional um, uh, period piece uh, from about uh, 1915 to the 30s. And uh, it was interesting. But then it really, I had to slap myself. uh, It gobsmacked me because I knew about this incident and have always wondered why most Americans have been kept in the dark about it tell us the incident uh the incident was uh a way to look it up for a short summary would be the big business plot to seize the white house the big business plot to seize the white house a plot by some of the biggest billionaires in the power structure of america to overthrow fdr in the 30s uh because of his uh uh social uh welfare policies for the poor okay. when they most needed it and uh, uh uh it was about uh in large part uh general uh butler general major Smedley but the most- de- decorated uh, military man in history who renounced his uh former military thirty five years in the uh, military. And became an anti-war advocate. He wrote a book called "War Is a Racket." War is a racket, and in it, uh, there's a a classic uh, uh, passage that uh, many in the anti-war movement at the time, uh, during the uh, '60s, uh, when I was looking for some source other than the total uniform, uh, 100% support for the Vietnam War throughout all of the media. And I went to a, a local demonstration, and I, I found out somebody who documented this uh, book, Wars is a Racket, by Major General Smiley Butler, in which he said, I was nothing but a high-class hitman for big business, Wall Street, and the banksters. Uh, I, uh, I was a gangster for capitalism. And then he compared himself by saying that... Uh, uh, I uh, made Al Capone look like a piper. He ran his uh, uh, rackets in some city districts, but I ran my racket for big business across the world. Many, I outlined specific countries that he led the U- U.S. military in to uh, uh, protect and expand the interest of uh, U.S. banks and corporations and collect revenue in.
2: Alan, and, were you familiar uh, with this
0: movie? The name was... was, I'm curious about it, though, because it's interesting to me. Amsterdam. And uh, if you Mm want to read uh, the synopsis of that second half of that movie, just look up the phrase, the big business plot to uh, uh, seize the White House, a plot by uh, big business to use uh, General Spedley Butler as the uh, front man to overthrow Roosevelt uh, and uh, use a lot of phony... uh, Pretext to try to raise an army of veterans, a half a million man army, to overthrow uh, Roosevelt because uh, oh. uh, General Smiley Butler was very popular with the veterans because he championed their cause of getting their World War One bond bonus for their families in the middle of the uh, desperate depression, and they figured uh, these billionaires uh, would uh, have the best. uh, uh the best uh, front man for themselves to overthrow Roosevelt because they uh, felt that he was uh, some kind of a leftist uh, socialist county. And uh, the usual stuff we're hearing right now today and all over the right-wing radio programs. And uh, it just seemed that uh, this should be known to uh, Americans because uh, it also involved uh, the uh, suppression of the uh, bonus marchers, the, uh, uh world war one veterans who marched on washington to get their promise but denied uh, uh bonus that they needed for their families and the uh troops were called out the tanks were called out they were rolled over their uh encampments uh were burned to the ground i think some people were killed and uh injured and uh it it uh it was a, a an outrage and uh you it, it would see these are the things that uh, you, the United States always blames other countries for, but uh, when uh, the United States has done that, it's uh, it's uh, it's a non-event. It's uh, crickets. And in what year uh, was that people? demonstration, John? What's that? In that what was year? At, uh, 1933. An attempt to was, overthrow. It, was, it was long, so long after World War One was over. Yeah. But, it, 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 it took place uh, during the, that uh, period and a lot of uh, interesting things during the Zeitgeist of the time and the racial attitudes and the uh, 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 attitudes even in the military of these soldiers, uh, I guess, played by our, the son of uh, Denzel Washington and uh, others and how U.S. Uh, uh, U.S. institutions, uh, the Kaiser Wilhelm Institution, was really the inspiration for Adolf Hitler's Eugenics mm. policies, and uh, these sorts of things should be known to Americans, but I, I'm amazed that uh, people uh, don't know that uh, if they look up the uh, book at the time that I read it back in the 70s, The Plot to Seize the White House by Jules Archer. Yep. a uh, a Nobel Prize winning uh, a reporter who tried to get this uh, known to people but the media wasn't interested. The uh, Congress had to take a, a General Smutler's te- testimony because of his great prestige but uh, it was uh, uh, mostly suppressed and of course since that time and so uh, if the people look up at uh books uh, Synopsis uh, The plot to the big business plot to seize the White House. I think they'd they'd be a gobsmack like I was to find that a commercial movie, even though it didn't last very long.
3: John, I will uh, do everything I can. I'm sure that movie has gone on to cable TV. I will find that movie and watch it just based on your words. I
0: appreciate it. I appreciate the tip, John. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, the kind of things uh, they don't want you to know about. And there's right. a, uh, a article that uh, tells some other things that I, I think are scandalously suppressed called uh, the Deep State uh, I O Crimes of the U.S. Empire. Uh, people would be, uh, I think, very amazed and uh, enlightened if they would check that out as well.
3: All right. I, I will. I promise you, I will check it out. I've got to let you go because I'm late for my break. Oh, I, I think, thank, thank you for your you call. Thank you very much. All right. There goes John from Ohio. If you want to call in discuss anything pertinent to 2022, please do. Time and temperature 10, 17, 29 degrees. It's Nightside
2: with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio.
3: Open lines. You want to call in right now? There are four open lines awaiting your phone call. Andrew Rich is here. He's my producer tonight. Rob Brooks has the night off. Dan Ray has the week off. I'm here, Morgan White Jr., doing the best I can to inform you and entertain you. Those are my responsibilities. My buddy Alan Toles is here, led off the evening with Jimmy Myers. And, Alan, are there any sports-related issues? Because
2: Jimmy um, began. Oh, Jimmy, that would have been, been Jimmy's Bailey doing the sports thing. And, and it was, was, but anything sports. I was sports? Sitting, here during the break, sitting here during the break, and I was thinking, who would be compelling people of 2022 about which people might want to have something to say? And, and oddly enough, while it wasn't sports-driven, the two people that came to mind for me were Elon Musk mm. and Sam Bankrupt Friedman, whatever his name is. <laughs> because I, I, cryptocurrency baffles me. I don't understand it. it. Um, you know, I'm just glad, glad I didn't dive pyramid in. Scheme. Huh? I'm glad I didn't
3: dive in because it yeah, was a pyramid both. scheme.
2: You and me both. I mean, Bernie Madoff had a, had a Ponzi scheme going, and and that was minimal dollars compared to what this is about. This is billions and billions of dollars that uh, just disappeared. People get scammed. I think it was to the to tune of $44 billion from some company called FTX, I guess. Today. Yes, people were scammed. <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: And earlier we mentioned and, Tom Brady's name. He was oh, one yeah. of the bigger contributors to that.
2: Uh, yep. And he, and he and other celebrities and sports figures may end up getting sued. Because, you know, as I won't say front people, that's not the proper terminology, but as you know, spokespeople for the cryptocurrency phenomenon.
3: Yes. Good. Nicely uh, done.
2: They, that is those 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 people, that made the investments based on what they heard from good old Tom Brady and who you know whoever else might be part of that uh, investment thing. You know, it's it's just crazy. It's it's it boggles it boggles my mind that that you know people were buying something that... was worth nothing. You know, an investment that was nothing. Yeah, exactly. And? And then there's Elon Musk. Let me spend
3: $44 billion to buy... To buy Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. And and then I'm going to ask people, well, do you think I should resign or keep my job? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Don't care. So I want to know Anybody listening right now, did you lose money on these investments? Did you invest? How much did you invest? And where does that investment stand right now? I, I just
2: want somebody to explain to me what is what is Bitcoin? You know, what is, what is this?
3: It's been around for a decade or more.
2: Oh, I know. I know. And the key is and I know I know there's just a finite amount of it, whatever it is, and that's and that there's some blockchain. I understand that terminology right, but I just don't you know it's not like buying a stock, is it?
3: I think they tried to make it as simple as buying a stock, but dig deeper, and that's where your money gets lost. So if you want to call in, share that story with us, 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. Mm-hmm.
2: Either of those oh, numbers to, will get you in. Then to your question on the world of sports, uh, for me personally, the the biggest story of 2022 was the the slow crumbling of the Boston Red Sox. Well. All those free agents that, that – God, like Bogarts, that got the opportunity to take off, took off. And Martinez the ownership is
3: gone.
2: Yep. Yep. And the ownership that, that is in place wants to buy on the cheap. And I think I, I read it, I think it was Dan Shaughnessy, who uh, said, you know, it's kind of like buying Walmart players. <laughs> and, you know, you, the guy, you get the guy was the bargain for the year and things like right. that and, and expect to compete. And I don't think there's going to be an opportunity for them to compete. Really going forward, it's really a 2023 thing, but in 2022 it came to roost in them be, you know, being that last place team. Yeah. Which you don't want them to be or expect them to be these days. I've got one that's TV based. Okay. Yellowstone,
3: this is its fifth season, Kevin Costner. Right. And I didn't watch it when it first came on. But mm-hmm. I accidentally stumbled on it about four or five months ago. And I've been watching it ever since. I was shocked at the language. You know, when oh. you watched The Sopranos on HBO, mm-hmm. what you heard and what you saw was adult. Right. But I wasn't expecting that with Yellowstone. And one of the more surprising scenes, episodes, I can't even tell you. I cannot tell you on air. It was about the wife of Kevin Costner. And they had, she had her young son in the car, and she was explaining the facts of life to this kid who had to be, I'm guessing, 12, 13 years old. Hmm. And she was being as direct and guttural as lewd can be. And that shocked me. I kept watching, of course, but (laughs) (laughs) that just took me aback that a TV, a made-for-TV series could be
2: so direct, dealing off the top card of the deck yeah one one of the things in 2022 that, that uh, came to roost is more people cut the cord and streaming is now the way people right. watch what is on their TV by way of streaming they get to watch um, networks that don't have to abide by the FCC's
3: rules, rules and regulations
2: yes and so that, that's kind of where that's all going with Yellowstone and a lot of different programs that are out there. And sometimes it is just too much. You're right. And I am not a prude. You know me. I am not a prude. Oh no, i understand. I know that. But I know that. I think
3: they've gone too far with language I hear you. and content. And one other thing about 2022, if I'm not mistaken, the current. Mega millions jackpot is between four hundred and fifty and five hundred million dollars. Five hundred and sixty-five million dollars. All right, and the one from two months ago was plus one billion dollars. Yep. Yeah, one point three billion. One many, person won that. Yeah, in California, Los yep. Angeles, and yep. I'm just curious how many people
1: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com
4: Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
3: Five, ten, fifteen, one hundred dollars in lottery tickets in hopes of winning. Would you take a chance? Knowing the odds are so stacked against you, your hard-earned dollars is helping to make someone else rich would you contribute so if you want to call in seven two254 ten thirty you may eight 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 nine two nine ten thirty you may we'll get to your calls hopefully after we take a quick news hit maybe play a couple of commercials here on nightside my name is Morgan that's Alan and we're here Awaiting your phone call. Time and temperature 1029, 29 degrees. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. There's a story, both this past newscast and an hour or so, Al Griffiths told us that there was a person who fell through the ice in Winchester. And usually I do this once or twice a winter season. If you don't know if whatever pond or river or stream in your area is strong enough for recreational sports, go to your local fire department. If they don't know, they can find out the answer for you. Don't lace up your skates and take a chance. Check and see if that ice is strong enough enough for activities, please, 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 please do that. And uh, if you've just tuned in, Dan is not here. This is Nightside. My name is Morgan Morgan White Jr. Alan Tolls is here with me, and we've thrown out a few subjects that might get people to call in. And he's only he Alan will only be here for another 25 minutes or so. So if you want to call in and speak to him, excuse me, hiccup, we've had callers call in and ask Alan about his days when he worked for Jerry Williams. Oh great, I have hiccups now. Let me get some water and just swallow a couple of gulps. And let's take Wayne in Brockton. So Wayne, good evening. Morgan, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? You know, next week is
1: New Year's and I'm still trying to resolve my IRS issues from last year. And I send I send them a letter in July. I called them last week. Oh, we never received that. Like five months later. Ah, that's darn government. Anyway, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Fire safety, fire safety. Look at the news. There's a house on fire, one or two or three, every day. People, if you're listening, tomorrow, don't go to, to cashing your gift cards on a new sweater or a new video game. What? Fire extinguishers on every level in every room. The vast majority of fires in a house can be stopped in the first minute if you have appropriate things. But every year... And fire is just the ugliest, most uh, devastating thing, um, but it can be so easily knocked down. And, and you always, whenever I say this or or, or put a posting on Facebook, oh, I don't know, if fire extinguishes. I mean, you're talking life and death. It's a simple, simple thing. They're in every store. It can That's eat all, your brother. home fire in the
3: blink of an eye. And I, I see, know oh, eat your home purposely. That's what a fire yeah, it, does doubles in size every
1: minute. And what do you do? Well, I thank God my neighbors were home. I ran next door, I called my no. If I was in my I'm, I got five five fire extinguishers in a small house. I've got one in each vehicle, I've got one in my car and I've got one in, in my camper everywhere. Because you never know. That's why we buckle know. our seatbelts.
3: Happy New Year, brother. Wayne, thank you. That's a good bit my, of information. Happy New Year and to stay you. Off <laughs> oh, yeah, stay off the ice. Oh yes. Stay off the ice. All right, and his story reminded me, true story, I used to work in a nightclub, this was back in the 80s and early 90s, and there was a dancer on stage, and she was doing a dance from the 50s, it was a 50s set, and she was dancing to run around sue that was her name and she did a twirl and she twirled out of her skirt and threw it to what was called the little side room that's where we kept the prop the prop which was a a hammock not hammock a hassock and it plugged in so it could go around And the dancer could sit on that and do a 360 show for all the customers watching. It was a million to one shot. This tinsel acting as a door. And she threw it through the tinsel. It hit the outlet just right. And the spark caught on, set her dress or skirt on fire. Now I can see this from my DJ booth. And I said, Susie, and I shut her music down, do me a favor, come off stage. Now she was mad because I'm interrupting her show. But she did it. And I came there was a fire extinguisher in the DJ booth. And I took the fire extinguisher, went up there, put out the fire, because if it had hit that tinsel, it would have been like a station fire event, right. but I got the fire out. It was now a non event. I went back to the DJ booth and said, all right, Susie, finish your show. That was it over, but it could have been so much worse. And that's the only time in my life. I had to intercede where a fire was just getting started and that is a true story uh, none of it was exaggerated none of it was um it was true so i thought i'd tell you that and now i'll throw it to a break ellen and i have given you a number of subjects that might get you to reach for your phone and call in you need the phone number six one seven two five four ten thirty 888 1030 or 1030 if you prefer. Give us a call. I would love to hear from you. And so would Alan. Alan's only going to sure. be here for another 20 minutes or so. So don't let him leave without you giving a chance to speak to Alan Tolls, my guest. Time and temperature here at WBZ, 1040, 29 degrees. You're on Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Nightside is here. I'm Morgan filling in for Dan, my guest, Mr. Alan Tolles. And Alan and I are doing the best we can to throw out any number of subjects that should get you to reach for your phone, respond, react, and give us your opinion about that subject, whatever that subject happened to be. And I'm, I'm resorting to seventh and eighth grade. So <laughs> Alan, what did you get for the holidays that you really loved?
2: Wow. Okay. So these aren't very, you know, it's funny. I get, I get practical gifts because I'm a practical gift giver. Okay. So my My wife and and other folks that know me tend to give me practical things. I am incredibly jazzed about having gotten something by a company called Swiss Clip. Okay. That is a, they basically call it a plaque buster. You know how when you go to the dentist and the the dental hygienist takes the stuff off your, your teeth that you generally couldn't get to do at home because of the kind of tool that they have to do it? Right, yes. Well, Swiss Clip makes that tool now for for just you and me, and it's not and not a terribly expensive thing. So, I got one of those. I cannot wait to go try it out.
3: <laughs> it kind of scrapes and scratches.
2: No, whatever. no, this is kind of pulses. This this um, I think it works with electronic pulses. Okay. Kind of like is it Sonar Is that what they call it? And yeah, you do you do scrape and scratch as well with like the, the metal tip. Yes. But the the way this thing pulses is what enables it to break up this you know this stuff that sits there that otherwise you couldn't do by yourself. Yeah, a toothbrush does not do that not residue justice. No, nah, flossing doesn't do it. I just you know, not that we need to talk about this, but. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but that stuff that's, that's on there for a long period of time, if you don't go to a dentist for a reasonably long period of time, it, that, that stuff just builds up and calcifies. Yeah. And it's almost the same strength as your tooth. But it doesn't belong there. So and,
3: and you need I, to I, remove I, it,
2: get it off. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and that was, to me, that was such an exciting gift. I mean, I'm, I'm weird like that. But I want to switch gears for a second because we were talking about twenty twenty two. Okay. And one of the one one of the big one of the big words and things of twenty twenty two was the I word. Inflation. Yeah. That word and, never goes away. And no, it really doesn't. But but it came to four to the point where it's as bad as it has been in forty years. To the point where everybody at this point, gets affected by things costing that much more than they did a year ago. With
0: the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And I'm guessing that there are a lot of people in in this audience that are on a fixed income. And I, I, I just want to find out from folks what those little tips are. How are they dealing with, I only get so much money, yet everything just went up over the past year between 10 and 20%. How, how do people deal
3: with that? And I'm going to go one step further. In the early part of the year, January, February, March, April, gas was astronomical. Yep. Four or five dollars and change every time you went to a pump. And California got the worst of it. It was like 6 $7 if you pulled into your Union 76 or um, um, SO, Exxon, whatever. And you had to pay like 60 $70 to fill up. So I'm wondering how you handled that. Me, I am so happy that I didn't have to go into the station in metford and do the show i am in my home and i'm sure that must have overall saved me hundreds of dollars not having to drive to metford metford newton to Medford, metford back to newton thank goodness and how far away
2: was your job from where you lived in new hampshire Oh, from, for me, it wasn't a big deal, to be honest. I I have a, an office here in Manchester, so not that bad. However, I am a salesperson, and I do have to go out and see people all over New England. So how did you and do it? Because from late winter
3: to mid to late spring, those prices were going up every week, and they, they started to settle down. Roughly by midsummer, But for that five months, how did you deal with that?
2: Uh, well, <laughs> I I would be judicious relative to when I would drive and when I would go places. I had meetings that were Zoom meetings that normally I would have gone out to see somebody on, save for the fact that they were 30 miles away. You know, so I tried, to, I tried to do my job as best I could, with face-to-face
3: meetings that were electronic rather than physical. All right, well, I'm sure Zoom as a concept saved so many people oodles of money from having to uh, now just go into your living room, flip a switch and you're talking on your computer. Versus driving.
2: It's what we're doing right now, save for the fact that I'm not looking at you. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I could
3: have set this up so we could have Zoomed it. But this is just as easy to do that we're doing this now. I agree. All right. Well, tell you what, <laughs> we got a phone call. Somebody who's called think? in at the end of the show okay but let's go to sarcus and talk to charlie charlie good evening yeah. welcome to night hey charlie
4: yeah
3: uh hi
4: morgan and i want to wish you uh a good holidays and all uh mm-hmm. just, yeah i just got the an idea popped into my mind uh that this is kind of a tough time of year for a lot of people there's a lot of uh stress and everything and uh the suicide rate is up. And yes. uh, I had a, an experience uh, years ago, many years ago at this point, where uh, I was around this time of year, and uh, I was in tough shape. My life was kind of uh, falling apart at that time. And uh, I was in dead one night trying to go to sleep, but uh, I couldn't get to sleep uh you know, there were just too many thoughts racing through my mind. Yes, and then all of a sudden, this—I could feel this uh, tremendous force come through me, and the force was to get out of bed and throw myself off the window, actually. And I remember I was hanging on to the bed for dear life, actually. And trying to prevent myself from doing it was completely divided. And I was, I didn't believe in God at that time. And uh, I found myself praying, uh, praying for help. Uh, and I did get through the night. And uh, soon after that, in kind of uh, desperation, actually, I. I took a course in a meditation that was popular at the time called TM, Transcendental Meditation, which is still yes. on. Right. And when I took the course, I I felt a great release, actually. I felt a lot of stress just pouring out of me, and uh, the contrast was great. Uh, after the course, I continued meditating And uh, I had the experience of, uh, you know, it was almost physical. I could see things more clearly. Uh, I I felt more buoyant inside, and a lot of uh, that despair uh, had kind of melted. Not that I haven't had problems since then, but uh, it, it certainly helped me out a great deal. Probably saved my life, actually. So... I just wanted to uh say to people who are in great difficulty that there are things that they can do to uh help themselves and in a way I think uh God helped me out through through that course too actually.
3: Oh well, Charlie, uh, thank you for sharing that story. And I hope people listening get something to help them in their own troubled world out of your story
4: yeah uh, yeah, we certainly all need uh, help we can't do it all ourselves that's for sure
3: that is the amen gospel truth so Charlie thank well, uh, you for calling and sharing that story with us
4: yeah thank you for being there and Alan also uh, I really appreciate uh, your show and enjoy it a lot
3: uh, thank you we're oh, you're listening. That me- that huh. means a lot to us to hear that you were strong enough to mm-hmm. not give in to the temptation of flinging yourself out the window, and you're here to tell the tale.
4: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I really needed help from a higher power. That's for sure. And, and I got it. So
3: I'm
2: glad that the higher power very good
3: listened to your prayer. Yeah. Okay, Charlie. Yeah, Happy you, New Year! So to you. So, so. Happy New Year,
2: Charlie. You
3: too.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All right, and
3: I have maybe three minutes left with Alan Tolles, and Alan, we didn't get the normal um, f- phone traffic that you usually get when I have you on, but it could be any number of reasons. It could be
2: I think uh, everybody's stuck at the airport. I,
3: the, I bet. A lot of the potential callers are stuck at airports or maybe snowed in. Yeah. Think of the people in Buffalo.
2: Oh, please. This has oh, been boy. a rotten winter for them. Oof. And it's still a blizzard. It's still a blizzard now. Right. After, after four feet of snow. It's crazy. They keep getting it. Yeah, no, I know it. I know it. Uh, one thing I did see on the news today was about Southwest Airlines. They canceled sixty percent of their flights today. Now a pretty popular airline, right? That people must be Southwest a punch because, to their gut, their budget. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I, I would think so. Not only that, but y- you know that that's one of those airlines that people fly because there is value, right? Right. They're cheap. Say it that way. Yeah. They're cheap. Yeah. And they and they fly popular routes and and all over the country, and you know how how much marketing they do over the course of a year takes a hit in one day when sixty percent of their customers who put money down to get on their planes just can't do it. Well,
3: I right. haven't been on a plane since June.
2: Ah, uh, where'd you and, go?
3: When you uh, win, When you did? Where else? Yeah, Where okay. do I go? Oh, Vegas. right? Vegas, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I would not be in an airport now if you gave me the winning ticket for the, the Mega Millions <laughs> lottery. Right,
2: no, I got gotcha. you. Uh,
3: I see the people, and they've got every news station going over there and talking to the people waiting in line. Uh, nuts to that. No, thank you. They
2: can't even they can't even show you the length of the line on a newscast. I know that. <laughs> I know that.
3: All right. Well, Alan, I've reached the end of my hour with you, so I'm about to let you go. Okay. I've got, I've got another hour after this, and Michael Togaius is going to be on with me talking about survival, and he wrote okay. a book about wrote a book about that. So after we do about six seven minutes of news I've got one more hour of Nightside but your contribution to Nightside has ended and I thank you for your time
2: I'm, I'm always happy to speak with you and your audience Morgan you know that
3: we'll do it again thank you
2: alright everybody Very well. there goes Alan, uh,
3: 1058 and 29 degrees
2: it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win